Well, thank you so much for joining me on The Drive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sternad, a pastor here in Mobile, Alabama. Excited to have you listen today and pray that God encourages your heart. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my ride to work. I am driving to work um, as usual today is Thursday and a couple more days and we're going to get to the weekend. Um, but I hope you guys are doing well. And always, I always like to start the day out in scripture. Um, I read this morning about uh, the resurrection of, of Christ and um, studied a little bit of that, did a little bit of writing and praying and and now I get to do this podcast uh, as I'm driving to work here, about 20-25 minute drive and uh, I just love talking about the Bible. I just love it for years, right? For soon after I was saved, just digging into the Word and then being able to share the Word has been what God has called me to do, clearly. Like, there was no doubt. Like, there was a, a time where I was working a secular job in Hollywood and I would get there early to open the store. I was a manager and I would have my t- a tiny little Bible. I don't think my eyes can see that tiny a print anymore. But it was just like this pocket Bible. And I would go there. be the only one there for about half an hour. And as I was setting things up, I would walk through the store and read a scripture and just preach. No one was there. It was just me and the... And it was a retail place. So it was just me and the clothes. And I would just read the scripture out loud and just preach. And uh, that was sort of the beginnings of me feeling alive. Like this is, I love this. Like, I I think maybe this is what I'm called to do. And so uh, God really had my number there. And he was working on my heart and grew me in the word, uh, opened the door to go to school ministry and uh, began teaching the word at my church. And just, you know, from there, God builds upon it. If you're called to do something, you can try to deny it and suppress it, but it's going to come back to the surface over and over again. So that's kind of what happened. And and I just love sharing the word. Hence, this is this podcast is all about sharing biblical truths and principles that uh, we get to follow. You know, it's all about the Lord. And we've been going through Psalm one thirty nine, and we're on verse sixteen. A really emotional, deep Psalm of David. And uh, we're going to look at verse sixteen to um, verse sixteen to about twenty. And I'm just going to kind of uh, read it and highlight a few things. And uh, let me just start here. It says, Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. This is deep. This is a lot. This is God saying, before I even formed you in the womb, I knew who you were going to be. I loved you. I was with you. I knew you before you were even created, before you even existed. How mind-blowing is that? That is love right there. (laughs) That is love. And so really it shows the care and the affection and the love that God has for those he created. And notice he didn't say, well, I, I created a, a, you know, some people that I love because they love me and other people I don't like because they're not going to follow me. No. 
we're his workmanship. Every single person is created in the image of God, but not every person is walking with God. And God, the Lord desires that none should perish, right? He wants all to come to repentance. And so as we look at people, you know, as we uh, interact with people, as we communicate with others, we want to see them as, we want to see beyond the skin. We want to see lost souls needing to be saved. But we really see God's heart towards his kids. He loved us before we were even us, before we even came into existence. And David really acknowledges something huge here in verse 17. He says, How precious also are your thoughts towards me, O God. How great is the sum of them. Isn't that awesome? And this is what perspective I think we need to have. This is a biblical perspective where God doesn't think evil towards us. He thinks good. And we know that is confirmed in Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12 as well. And he thinks good thoughts towards us and he hears us when we pray. He doesn't have ill will towards us. He doesn't have anger and wrath towards us. He thinks about us. Just that fact alone is pretty mind-blowing. But then you think, well, he thinks about us and his thoughts are good towards us. What? And David talks about how many thoughts God has towards us. It's like when you love someone, you think about them, right? You may daydream about them. You may be going through your day and go, I can't wait to get back to them. Whether it's your spouse or your kids or hopefully both, you know, but you think about them and you love them. You can't wait to connect with them. And that's God towards us, which is amazing. I mean, that should bring a reassurance to our heart and life that nothing else can. And David says, in speaking still of the thoughts of God towards us, he said, if I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. So God has a lot of thoughts towards each individual uh, child, right? He knows how many hairs are on our head. He knows what we go through. He knows what we struggle with. He knows what joys we have, what our aspirations are, what our ambitions are, what our goals and dreams are, you know, and all that stuff needs to be thrown into his hand to go, Lord, your will above all. And when we say, and this is a phrase that we often say, probably, I think taken from Ephesians, but he has our best interest in mind. Like he, he knows what we need. He knows what will bring us most joy. He knows what our callings are, whether it's difficult or easy, and usually it's both. But God loves us to such an extent that he thinks of us. He's affectionate towards us. He wants that relationship. That's what we always talk about in the Christian life, not religion. It's relationship. It's not this cold, impersonal thing. It's very personal. So, I love how David is really reassured when he says, when I awake, I'm still with you. Like, God's still there. We're still connected. When you wake up, you might feel bad. You might feel regretful because of some action you took last week or the day before or whatever. But God is still with you. He wasn't like, all right, peace out. I'm gone because you're just horrible. No. You're still with him. He's still with you. <laughs> pretty um, gracious. Pretty merciful, right? That's our God, though. 
And here's where David's anger comes in. Here's where David's sort of vengeful heart comes in because David wasn't emotional. Just looking at his 70-plus psalms that he wrote, you know, there's there's so many. It's been said there's every spectrum, spectrum of human emotion that David states that he goes through as he's uh, praying, singing, seeking God in the Psalms, in you know half of the Psalms that he wrote, and he said in verse nineteen because I mean people were after him, right? I mean he was a king. When someone's in authority, there are always going to be haters. There are always going to be people that come against and want to see your downfall. Just how it is, because they're jealous, because they're envious. Because they're mad because they're not called that to that. And so people were coming against David. And listen to what he says. Oh, that you would, talking to God, Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, you bloodthirsty men. For they speak against you wickedly. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate them, O Lord, who hate you? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God. Know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. And so David is just bent on seeing justice for his enemies. But notice something in these verses that he talks about, which is, He's basically saying, they're not against me, Lord. They're against you. Lord, take them out because they don't follow you. They don't love you. They don't see the value of the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, all-powerful God. Take them out. And at this point, when David said this prayer, he really believed it. He didn't just say it because he's like, I need to fill in the words to fill in these psalms to be in the Bible. No, (laughs) of course he wasn't thinking like that. He was just a worshiper, right? Playing instruments, singing to the Lord. But at this point, he really did. He was angry at those who didn't follow God, didn't adhere to him. So he was like, Lord, take him out. But ultimately, we know and we can be comforted in the fact that God is just. He's just. He's going to do what he's going to do. It's he who promotes. It's he who demotes. It's he who has his way. No matter what. Whether people come against you or whether they support you. Whether they believe what you say or whether they reject what you say. Whether they respect your leadership or whether they say, I'm not listening to you. I'm going to do what I want to do. Either way, God is in charge. He's in control. He knows what he's doing. And we actually finished Psalm 139. <laughs> but really what we see here at the end is God, uh, that David is, is pretty in awe of the fact that God thinks a lot of thoughts towards him. That God loved him before he was even created, before he even existed. Man, what love. Why, what was the purpose of God creating humanity? Love. Love. He loves you. Will there be people that come against you? Of course, 
right? It's human nature to go against, to be envious, to be jealous. It's not right. It's not ever justified. But if you're in a position that God has raised you up in, there will be pushback. And that's okay. That never justifies giving up. Because God never says, you know what, give up. He does say surrender and yield to me. But he doesn't say, you know what, give up on that calling that I called you to. Uh Uh-uh, keep going. Keep going. His love will sustain you. His strength will sustain you. His wisdom will lead you. And so, just an amazing psalm by David. Psalm 139. There's a lot more. (laughs) But uh, but we're going to end there. And uh, I hope this psalm encouraged you guys. And if you want further, you can study and dig in. I mean, there's so much more in there. Uh, A 10-minute podcast, uh, which was, you know, it, it barely scratches the surface, but just some amazing truths about God and about how we view God and about how God views us. So Psalm 139, and I hope that encouraged you guys and lifted you up today. Have a blessed one, and we'll talk to you next time.